This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hi, this is Annie Grace and welcome to this Naked Mind podcast. Today I am answering some questions from readers and from people in our programs and I am going to do a few of them for you. All right, Annie, is there a way to do this without having to count days? Yes. In fact, I don't count days. I actually, it was years and years and years before I knew uh, my, my quit date. I now know it. It was December 15th of 2014, but it was like, I didn't count days. It was, it was literally as if the, when, when I went through all the information, when I did all the research, when I walked out of my office that one day and I told my husband, like, look, like, I don't think I'm drinking after today. And he was so surprised and astounded and did not know what to think. And for sure didn't believe me. It was, it was like, there was no reason to count days. Like if I stopped, you know, eating something that was giving me like, say I loved eggs, right? I love eggs. And, and actually this is a true story for me. My second son, I got pregnant with my second son. I was having all of this really bad stomach pain and I couldn't figure out what it was. And we were doing all of these sorts of like elimination things. And finally I went and I got a blood test and I realized I had a, a developed an allergy to eggs during this pregnancy. It's really random. I love eggs. Like eggs are like my go-to food. They were like the perfect protein. I love deviled eggs. I love scrambled eggs. And I couldn't eat eggs. They would cripple me over with doubling pain. I was having all of these consequences from eggs. But when I realized that there was so much pain, when I understood in black and white, when I had new knowledge, I felt differently about eggs. I knew that it was like danger, right? I had all of those much easier with eggs because there's no addictive nature to eggs. But the point is that as soon as that happened, I stopped eating eggs and I didn't count days. <laughs> I don't know how long it had been since, you know, I didn't count days. Of course not. Why would you? you and I think some people, you know, they want to count days because that's useful to them or they want to see their milestones. And I totally honor that. And I think you should do whatever's right for you. But, you know, from my perspective, I'm like, I don't want to do anything that gives alcohol power in my life and counting how many days I wouldn't count days on how long I didn't eat eggs. Like there's no power there. Right. Oh, so good. I love that. You don't go around the room. making people label themselves as alcoholics. What are your thoughts on this label? I think the label alcoholic is harmful. I think that there are some people and I'll caveat everything I'm about to say with this. I was educated um, by somebody who identifies with this label. And she said, Annie, that label is what I believe keeps me alive. Because if I identify as that, and I believe an alcoholic can no longer drink again in safety, can never have another drink without dying, basically is what she said, her words, not mine. Then if I know that I am one, it will keep me never having another drink. And I was like, okay, fair enough, right? Fair enough. But the reality for me is that so much of this naked mind is about I'm trying, there's two ways to change, right? Toward pleasure and away from pain, or at least to get motivation to change. We now know all sorts of things about change, but like to get motivation to change, it's toward pleasure or away from pain. And I try so hard to move toward pleasure. 
And so staying in that point of fear and pain, I don't think is that that useful for me. Now, but here's why else. Number one, it's not scientifically or medically even used anymore. They use something called alcohol use disorder, which is a spectrum of use and abuse. And there's actually about a dozen, I think it's 11 questions on the alcohol use disorder scale. And if you answer two questions in the affirmative, you have mild alcohol use disorder. Now, one of those questions is, do you need to drink more than you used to to get the same effect? Every drinker I know would say yes to that question. Another question is, um, do you ever have times where you regret how much you drink? Every drinker I know would say yes to that question. So <laughs> in my thinking, in my understanding, guess what? Like every drinker I know has mild alcohol use disorder. This isn't an us and them conversation. This isn't an alcoholic and normal people conversation. This isn't everybody conversation, okay? And here's the reality. When, we, when I was told by a friend of mine, literally told, when I asked her, she went to AA to get sober. And this is a friend I've been talking about. And I asked her, I said, what about me? Like, I keep up with you. I drink with you. And she looked me straight in the eye and she said, Annie, I learned that I was born an alcoholic and you are not. And I didn't think to question it at the time. I was like, okay, well, good for me. But I stayed in pain for years after that because of that dang label. And I think that the words that you put after I am are really powerful. The strongest force in human psychology, according to many psychologists, is to stay consistent with one's own identity. And so if you are saying something about yourself after I am, it, it, it can be really telling because how do you define alcoholic? Is it somebody who's broken? Is it somebody who's diseased? Is it someone who's powerless against alcohol? I believe we're very powerful. You know, I hope I've demonstrated that in so many ways and like in my work. And I just really internally feel sick at the thought of calling myself an alcoholic. And so because I feel so sick about it, because it was causing that very thought caused so much fear in me. I remember the first time I wrote it down in black and white on a piece of paper and I looked at it and it was so scary. Guess what I wanted, I wanted to do? Drink. Cause how did I deal with fear? I drank. How did I deal with stress? I drank. I mean, like it, it perpetuated denial. I think a far more useful question than am I an alcoholic is would I feel better drinking a little bit less alcohol? I think that's a far more useful question. And so it's not medically and scientifically used anymore. And by the way, this is another problem I have with the term. When you go to your doctor and ask, am I an alcoholic? Your doctor says, well, only really you can know. What? You don't go to your doctor to find out if you have strep throat and they say only really you can know. How does that even make sense? And then if it's up to me to diagnose myself as an alcoholic and my recovery is based on me self-diagnosing, how likely is it that I'm going to self-diagnose as an alcoholic? And then what do we think that means? We think it means church basements and meetings and a life of sobriety and missing out and abstinence. So we run all the way the other way. So if getting better, it becomes this barrier to getting better, this massive barrier to getting better. Because if we have to declare and identify as one before we entertain any of the steps we might need to take to get better, if that's the entry point, we're walking away from that door. It's, it's like having a staircase and having that first step be 12 feet high. 
Have you tried the alcohol experiment? Okay, if not, drop everything and go to thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. This free 30-day challenge is designed to interrupt your patterns and put you back in touch with the best version of you. You remember it was that version of you that's living your most joyful life, the version that doesn't need alcohol to relax or to have a good time and is having more fun than ever. And again, this is a totally free challenge that will change everything for you. So learn more and join me 100% free at thisnakedmind.com forward slash experiment. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.